Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. short rest. Oh, I see. They said you'd be showing up about now. Come on, through the portal. Best not keep the Lord Mistress and Lord Master waiting. You know how they get. Robots Radio presents the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast. The best way for everyone from experienced dungeon masters to those curious about D&D to learn more about the worlds, creatures, and lore of Dungeons and Dragons. Hello and welcome to the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast. My name is Sergio. And I am Mary. And we are uh, we're here another week mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of some fantastic lore action. It's true. We're we're, so, we're lore fiends, as it were. We love the lore. I was gonna say, is that a is that a is that a drug? Give me some lore fiend, calm you down. Some lore fiend, yeah, that's what we need. <laughs> I'm in I'm in pain. And the only thing that's going to help me is lore. I need some lorephine. Need some lorephine. So some lorephine. We'll talk about the Raven Queen. There you go. Look at us. We're look 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 at us both. Just just all over the place this evening. Just having a hell of a time. (laughs) So yeah, we're talking the Raven Queen. We're talking uh, one of the one of the versions. One of the versions, and um, and so if you are subscribed to our uh, Patreon at Patreon.com/slash D and D Lorecast, this month's bonus episode will be what, Mary? Oh, we're gonna talk about the Raven Queen. Ah, I know, I know, mixing it up, and it's not the same, but it's the same, but kind of not the same. So for the uh. A little, little bit of bonus. We're going to discuss the Raven Queen and her presence in Exandria. The world of Exandria, the world of Critical Role. Yes, the world yes, that yes. Uh, Matt Mercer created uh, for his nerdy group of voice actors. Beautiful, brilliant, insane mind. That, yeah, that is, you know, that has, you know, is probably the the heaviest hitter in D&D right oh, now. Oh, yeah, definitely one of the most prevalent for sure. So yeah, we're gonna be talking Raven Queen. Uh, plus, we got a Patron Plus installment for uh, for Raven Queen that'll be coming out here pretty mm-hmm, soon. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna be we're gonna be doing some deep lore diving. We are, and uh, guess like birds of a feather, we're gonna block all that together. <clears throat> Don't do that. No. The Raven Queen. What what 
what what what's the deal with with that with that guy? Uh, what's with up that? with this guy? Is it a god? Is she a god? Is she a she? Is what well, you know? What is the Raven she Queen? Is she she okay. she is a she. Um, so the Raven Queen was described by uh, Lady Elestriel Silverhand. Um, thusly, the Raven Queen is trapped by her fascination with the past. She sits in her fortress amidst all the memories of the world, looking at the ones that please her most as though they were glittering jewels. Many great wizards have attempted to understand her motives, but like a raven, she has always remained cryptic, keeping her cache of secrets just out of reach. Are ravens known to be cryptic? I assume the presence of them is considered cryptic because of the whole, their tie to, you know, darkness and evil and death and whatnot. And, and, and all that stuff. And all that good stuff that we love so much over here. So what what else, what else can you tell us about this so, R- Raven Queen? The Raven Queen? I um, prefer my queens dancing, but um, that's neither here nor you're there. You're not down for a raving queen? Just... <laughs> A raving queen. That's oh man, that is um that's like a that's a bard band, a bard single, something. That's something to do with a bard. Oh yeah, no, the that's raving where, queen. Uh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. The King Crew Bard. <laughs> yeah, the, the Raving Queen. This it's is my King Crew bard. bard, the Raving Queen. The Rave Queen. Yes, I'm the Rave Queen. So the Raven Queen is an entity from the Shadowfell, uh, worshipped as a deity by the Shadarkai. She had no uh, physical form as a god, although rumors abound as to her current form, most coming from claims made by lunatics who have described an array of disturbing images. A terrible shadow that clawed at their innermost thoughts. A pale and regal elf who exploded into an untold number of ravens. A shambling tangle of slick roots and sticks that overwhelmed them with dread. Or an unknown presence that pulled them screaming blindly into the gloom. As described in uh, Mordekainen's Tome of Foes. That's... That is... Brutal. That is that is <laughs> that is something else. Okay, all right. There was no way I was gonna try to reword that or sum that up. That you needed all of it. I think you needed all of it. Yeah, that's good stuff. <clears throat> right? So much like the Corvid uh that she's named for, she collected trinkets and treasures, but the baubles and shiny things that she liked were not so much little not always physical, tangible items. Um, sometimes they were fragments of memories um, and essences. Um, she would obsess over collecting them and observing them repeatedly. Many. <laughs> Sorry. I have a typo, but I'm going to leave that for oh, you. Oh, jeez. This was, I. you even, <laughs> puns even sneak into your notes. Oh, hold on. Dear listener, in her notes, she has written down many, it's supposed to be many sages thought she was stark raven, <laughs> raving mad. No, it was supposed to say raven. There was supposed to be one pun. Okay, so the the, the one, the, is- <laughs> instead of raving, it's raven. 
So uh-huh, she uh-huh, Stark uh-huh. Raven mad. Ha yeah, ha ha. Uh-huh, because that's supposed to be the pun. No, no. Many sages thought she was Stork Raven mad. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't with you anymore. I can't. Can't you just every time it tortures you, you're just um egging me on and I'll continue whether mm. you want me to or not. Keep, I want to learn about the Raven Queen, please. <laughs> oh, I'm so proud of myself right now. You guys don't even know. Um, so those that thought that she was absolutely like insane believed her behaviors and methods were merely just like attempts to cling to what fragile existence she still has or maybe it's just aimless curiosity of you know some bird-brained being others believe that she did in fact serve a purpose through her actions Uh, they believe that her purpose was to purify mortal souls on their way to the afterlife Um, so she would then sustain herself on their memories while they're forced to deal with their fears and pains and all that so they can move into the afterlife clear Um, but her actual intentions are only known to her or to whatever you guys decide to make them be at your table right i mean it's that much is you know open-ended enough to allow you know raven Mm -hmm. queen to essentially be whatever you need her to be right I the the fact that she that she you know sustains herself that she lives off of the memories that like the fragments of memories and essences that mm-hmm. she collects uh is it's something just, that that is definitely like out of nightmares. It's it's a very interesting position that she's in and I'm still on the fence with which side of it for me. Just for me personally. I mean, just the, you know, like so often, you know, uh, you know, especially like when you're when you're dealing with mortals in like a D&D campaign, like mm-hmm. you're dealing with like a merchant that has <laughs> They're you know, the worst a, mortals. A, a relic or uh, an, an item, an artifact that you want. It's like, OK, mm-hmm. well, you know, do this activity for me or procure this item for me and it'll right. be a trade. Uh, even for, you know, when some deities, it's like, well, just, you know, go on this quest and and you know prove your worth Mm -hmm. um she's like i want a memory give me your memories exactly isn't that and and where does she where does she live because i think that's pretty apropos of of what we're just talking about it is um so within the forgotten realms her realm is called the fortress of memories and it is located in the Shadowfell. Is a dark place drenched in overwhelming sorrow. It's overflowing with the memories taken from mortal souls, um, from the fragments of dead deities, as well as apparitions of, you know, places associated with intensely emotional stories and those that bore witness to them. Um, everything here is just drenched in raw emotion. Um, these things like guilt, remorse sorrow longing pain like all of those kinds of feelings everything there is like that's all it's made from it's kind of a a strange museum of sorts um that she's built from the negative feelings that she's twisted together and built this fortress where echoes of the past are continuously just reverberating so it's also filled with the different items 
within the house, you know, furnishings, rings, mirrors, just anything you can think of pretty much that you would have within a fortress um, are brought to her as gifts from her Shadarkai. They go out and seek these things out and bring them back to her. It's from somewhere where something awful has happened. The Dark Queen needs another bedroom set. She does. I hear there was one where there was a woman who happened to be murdered in her bed. Oh, yes, that one. It shall taste delicious. I just want it to be known that um, our our emo band, Fortress of Memories, is proud to announce our debut album, Drenched in Overwhelming Sorrow. (laughs) The Fortress of Memories? Are you kidding me? That's the box set of all of our albums. That's that's like the collect that's, that's the, the like the career like thing. retrospective. <laughs> yes, the best hits, the greatest hits yeah, albums. Like, you know, twenty years after they disbanded, uh-huh. uh, you know, they 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 return. You know, this collects all their albums, including like B sides and and, and uh, their mm-hmm. their historic uh, two night uh, uh, stand at Red Rocks. Yes, <laughs> Fortress of <laughs> Memories uh, incorporates all. Uh, what, what's the name of the band? Oh man, we've named our band a couple things several different times. Several times, we just keep breaking up the band. I mean, we that's... keep changing it because it's just—it's not a fad. It's like art. That's just what we do. We change our name. That's art, baby. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so, from atop the jagged points crowning this fortress, uh, her swarms of ravens, she would you know send them out carrying cryptic messages throughout the multiverse and then they would you know take in information and bring it back to her and i thought this was interesting just because um i did not know a swarm of ravens it's called an unkindness and that's the most polite but like i'm naughty but not evil it's an unkindness (laughs) like Mm. like not a murder like crows it's just an unkindness yes i love that these ravens would scout out locations and situations for the Raven Queen, like I mentioned a little bit ago. Uh, she would then send the ever-loyal Shadar Kai to those to collect and bring back the mementos. Um, so she holds full domain over the Shadar Kai. They are hers and hers alone. So these guys would go out and return. And even if in their journeys, they would, you know, die, pass away, whatever happens to them. Their souls would automatically always return to her after death. Interesting. Um, it is said that it was she that forged the first weapons infused with shadow magic. Uh, these sentient blades are found all throughout the multiverse and can bind to their wielders, which makes her a very popular choice among Hexblade warlocks. Those those Hexblade Warlocks love their shadow weapons. Oh, for sure. I have a couple rogues. I have a rogue that has some. It's fine. Adventurers um, often sought her out to undergo her trials and unlock like parts of their psyche. Maybe they needed to like regain lost memories or get the memories from somebody who had died. Or they needed answers to questions that literally no one else knows. Because she collects so much strange and random information. Oh, yeah, that's a very good she point. She is kind of a repository for everything that everybody else dubbed unimportant, I suppose, in a way. Or like even like, you know, sort of like uh, that information that someone might want to take to their grave, but, uh-huh. you know, uh, allows allows it to be given to the Raven Queen in order for, you know, you know perhaps mm-hmm. like a, a murder. 
mm-hmm. that um that they committed perhaps maybe why do mm-hmm. i feel like you're like eyeing the rogue in the back row i mean mm-hmm. whoever like you know rogue barbarian rogue you know whoever is it <laughs> maybe that rogue in the back i don't know but stabby guy um upon meeting her um everyone is almost instantly confronted with visions of their own internal landscape which is absolutely fascinating so she crawls into their minds and pulls up memories from like the deepest parts and just throws them out in front of you like almost instantly when you meet her you are just assaulted with this barrage of feelings and things She's also capable of putting players and characters into a demiplane that is created from their psyche, from those things. She can fill it with all sorts of strange things based on metaphors that might not seem obvious at first, but in retrospect, well, think think Alice in Wonderland. Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz is another one. Yes, exactly that kind of a thing. Um, so these things are then created to challenge them. Um she uses their fears, their desires, like everything about them against them to challenge themselves. So by going through these tests of hers, though, you could either come out on the other side and get exactly what you came down there for or lose everything. Unfortunately, um, some adventures, adventurers don't ever get out and are trapped forever in these little worlds created uh, by their own experiences. These own these these own worlds become their own prisons. Yeah, yeah, kind of a inception type theory. Ooh, wait, that is that is very cool. I like Isn't that, that a lot. Oh yeah, that would make just the most amazing chance for you to do one of those. Just forget it. Whatever you guys want to throw in their stands, kind of a couple sessions too to let everybody like relax. That's what I would use it for. Oh yeah, for sure. So because of what she is and who she is, she's not exactly sitting like at the cool kids table, not Uh particularly popular, Um, but she did have some enemies, you know, as one does. Um, Among these are the demon lord Orcus, who is constantly uh, sought to gain control of the Shadowfell. His hope was that he would somehow be able to find out her true name and then use that to find what her actual weakness is. Ah, yeah. I mean, in D and D, especially, and uh, and and like in mythology in general, you know that the true name is mm-hmm. has power, and you oh, know, especially yeah. with like demons in D and D, if you know a demon's true name, you you could then control it. Exactly. Um, there's this other guy, just some little fella, Vecna. I don't know if you've, you know, heard the name. Vecna sounds yeah. familiar, but so he was super no. jealous super super jealous uh so this lesser deity was a devout enemy of the raven queen um she was able to tap into the flow of souls from life to death and was able to harvest their knowledge which we talked about being really super cool but that gift belongs to her alone it is unique to her like i'm the only one yeah he was very jealous of this as you know wanted all that knowledge Whoever this Vecna guy is sounds like a real jerk. Sounds like a real card, right? So his servants were constantly battling with the uh, with the Shadarchai. If you are new to the show, 
please rest assured we both are duly familiar with Vecna. We have a couple of episodes on um, Vecna himself. So yes, and also all... sarcasm is a love language <laughs> that we use here a lot. I'm just like, yeah, I just don't want you know someone like, oh, the D and D lore cast, and this is the first These episode they listen idiots. to, and they're like, they don't even know who Vecna is. What? What is happening? I don't know. So she's she's constantly fending off all sorts of attempts at conquering the fortress of memories for obvious reasons uh you know right. from various wizards and necromancers because they wanted all of that knowledge they craved that knowledge that she Give had that and juicy delicious knowledge. right and her domain over souls right um, that that gift that was unique to her like they yeah you know they assume that they're able to harness that gift, take that gift for themselves. Right. right. And if they can't take the gift itself, they can take all the information. Right. Or use her to gain more information. All of these things. Um, These attacks, though, are pretty much always thwarted by her more fanatical d- among her defenders. She was also very deeply hated by the Prince of Frost, which this story I found somewhat interesting because i hadn't heard this one before um so he hated her for her role in the loss of his beloved sharia so sharia was a oh yeah i want to like this is interesting like what what does the raven queen have to do with a with with sharia with the you know with uh, assumedly this this woman's death disappearance something something well, he lost her because that's even worse. Like <laughs> with her death or disappearance or something else, like something else. Like, oh, geez. Okay. It could be something. It could always be something else in D&D, first of all. Right. There's always at least three options. Life, death, something else. So Sharia was this very powerful fey woman who had fallen in love with a mortal hero. The prince, who was formerly known as the Sun Prince grew very, very, very jealous of this mortal hero because he was in love with her. So the Fae, she was afraid for her lover's safety if she should tell the prince no. She should right. you know, deny him his desires. So she struck an accord with the Raven Queen to have her soul cast into the future. So she hoped that the time and the space there would give the, you know, the prince would heal, that he would, you know, he'd move on, he'd get over her and, you know, be done with it. Time did nothing. To soothe his wounds. So his heart grew cold and that chill took root there. Um, his bitterness and despair changed him into the Frost Prince. Which he in turn then enjoyed usurping some of the Raven Queen's power. Due to his now association with freezing and darkness and death. But for her part, the Raven Queen desired him as an exart or... Maybe even as a consort. Ooh. Just so that kind of might have uh, been her motivations. Being like, yeah, I'll get rid of his, uh, I'll get rid of his lover. I'll, uh, I'll get rid of the lady. I mean, yeah, perhaps it. knowing exactly like, you know, what will become of him. Mm-hmm. Should she do this? Like, should like, you know, this, you know, this woman that he's in love with. Um, so she'll be out of the way. That he doesn't have to worry about her anymore. He can work with me. Maybe we could be something more. And it just turned him into this frozen dark thing. And I mean, I assume she's still interested. I, but I mean, I assume she was more interested interested then. Probably. You know, she's like the Sun Prince. Like, oh, like so cringe. Like, oh, the Frost Prince. Hello. 
tall, dark, and handsome. <laughs> tall, blue, and icy. How's it going? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, in, in keeping with sort of like, you know, the, her machinations and the way she operates, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So we should jump to the middle of the show and do middle of the show stuff. Let's do that. And then we can come back and talk about her history and how she got to be how she is. Sounds like a plan to me. All right. Welcome to the middle of the show where we do all the all the middly things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most like, middle. The most middle. Uh, like, you know, we discuss homebrew, fun homebrew stuff. Uh, we discuss like uh, recent D and D news that might have occur- mm-hmm. you know might have uh, dropped that might be occurring. Might happen. Uh, mm-hmm. And then of course we also thank our patrons. Yes, thank you. Thank you, patrons. Woo, patrons, thank you. Well, first and foremost, we want to give a special shout out to our newest patron, Jacob W. Thank you so much for signing up. Uh, and you know, you get all sorts of, you know, cool benefits that, um, come with being a patron, mm-hmm. you know, ad free episodes, uh, early episodes, bonus content, all the, all, all the, all the good stuff. All the good stuff. And again, thank you to all the uh, patrons that have been signed up. Uh, we, I, I love, you know, the fact that there are folks, uh, that support the show in this way that, mm-hmm. you know, that enjoy what we're doing. Uh, I love that because it makes me feel like, hey, like we're we're on the right path. We're, we're, you know, we're making something of value here. Yes. If people are willing to invest in a thing that you're doing, it's like that. That is so that is so humbling. And it is such a neat feeling. You guys are so awesome. And makes us want to like work all the harder. Right. Come up with new ideas. Come up. What else can we do for them? What else can we give them? Can we do this for them now? Right. And so like, you know, we've got. Uh, we've got a discord we've got an official discord we did um, that that's all our own you know we'll, we'll, we're still going to be on the robots radio yes, network discord. Definitely, we'll, definitely. we'll have our channel there but you know as opposed to you know everything being confined to one channel you mm-hmm. know now we got room to stretch we've got you know channels to start you know games we've got um you know to coordinate like a mm-hmm. a, a session of D D. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got you know a channel just for memes We've got uh, got to have a memes channel. You can got to have a memes channel. Gotta We've got a memes channel, a pet channel, yeah. uh, a food channel. Like yeah, all, all, all sorts we got of all cool the, stuff. We got all the good stuff. You know, all the all the stuff that you would expect from a from a great Discord. Oh yeah, and always have a open tables as well, so people can just get together and do the thing as they feel free to. So a link to that is in the show notes, as well as yep. a link to you know all the socials. We're pretty much everywhere on yeah. uh on the internets at D D Lorecast, you know, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, mm-hmm, uh Gmail, mm-hmm. uh soon to be debuting on Twitch. We got yep. a lot of cool stuff uh planned for Twitch. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, like so yeah, that's uh, that's another way to support the show if uh if you're looking to support the show in, in different ways mm-hmm. beyond just Patreon. Uh right. and also that is you know just as humbling and just as appreciated. Oh my gosh, yes. Um. Also, leave a review. Oh yeah, reviews on uh <laughs> on uh Apple Podcasts, 
uh, or Spotify, even I mean, and even if you know, just completely honest reviews. Mm-hmm. You know, like we we try to. Yeah, if there's do... issues, <laughs> gotta yeah. know about those. Can't fix them if we don't know. But yeah, we we try to do what's you know right by the community. Yes, uh, for sure. We, try, we you know we we're not like stuck in our ways. We definitely want to grow and adapt and mm-hmm. and be the best lore master and lore mistress that we can be. True. Uh, additionally, um, if you want to um, maybe support the show in a fashion sense, oh. the fa- uh, we have our Redbubble store with um, brand new designs, like very cool designs, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to make uh, I'm going to order some for myself um, so that I can uh, so I can wear them uh, at the North Texas RPG Con that I will be attending at the beginning of January or beginning of January, Ooh. the beginning of June. What, where are we? What month is it? We're in May. We're in May. The only reason I said January is because it also starts with a J. <laughs> I, just... I don't know why I didn't say July. <laughs> like, that would have made even more. That would have, that still would have been wrong, but at least made sense. A little closer. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with me <laughs> so, sometimes. It's fine. It's fine. What else? Uh, what else do we got? Uh, but yeah, but got? yeah, go go to the yeah, check out the Redbubble <laughs> store. Oh um, yes, please. Uh, like I said, we've got cool designs and like and every every pe- every penny every every you know piece of copper that goes into mm-hmm. the Patreon or go- comes from um the t-shirt from sales the sales yeah. and stuff. Yes. If it's not if it's not going back to the artist who you know. We, you know, we we like to pay our artists, and we like to. It's true, yeah. Uh, pay your artists. Tip for sure. Too, like, and, and pay artists, not you know. They're awesome. You know, uh, you know, as far as like AI art goes, like we prefer to pay artists for their craft. I like to. I like the. Honestly, I love talking to the artists. I do. It's one of my favorite things. I like having creative conversations with people that understand it. Yeah, I can't draw. I can't draw. I'm not. I, I can't that draw. is not where my artistic skills lie. That's not it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's hard. Same. And so, you know, to see like an idea that I have in my mind's yeah. eye, you know, brought to reality by someone with artistic talent is, oh, man, it's, it's so I, cool. It's very cool. And I'm and I get jealous. But yeah, so, you know, you know, portions of, you know, the pros uh, of the, you know, profits all from, the sales go to. Yeah, go to mm-hmm. the, the artist. And uh, and I then go back into the show to make the show bigger, make the show better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's um, working on expanding, getting equipment and things to make sure we can provide all of the uh, entertainments, all of them, every one of them. Cause we love nothing more than talking D and D. It's true. Like all I, day, every day, uh, if you follow the, uh, the, the D and D Lorecast Instagram, you'll, you, if I find something great at the local half price books, the local mm-hmm. like used bookstore, I usually post a picture of it there. Uh, and so if you follow that, you know that that happens quite often because I go just about once a week and see what I can uh, what I can waste money on. Uh, and so when I buy these like old books, you know, there's always a little part of me that's like, oh, I hope I, I hope and pray that there are notes that from the person who oh. used to own this about their campaign, about their characters. I found, I have found character sheets before. Oh, what do you do with I, them? I keep them. I keep them. I, they stay there. They stay. If they come in a box set, they stay in the box set. If it comes in a book, they stay in the book. 
I would love to see those when you find them. I think you should post some of those that you found too. I oh, yeah, personally would think they would be great to see. Oh yeah, they're. I mean, it's 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 very cool. Like it's you know, it's like looking into, and that's the thing. It's like it's like hearing about someone else's campaign. So you know, mm-hmm. so, hearing someone tell a story about the adventures that they had about their oh. character. Oh which, yeah, you know, I never I never tire of. Oh gosh, no, those are that's yeah, that's another one of my favorite channels already. In the Discord, I want to hear more about what people did and what their characters did and what they want them to do. You want to hear more about us opening up an Applebee's and a brothel named after Dracula? Yeah, yeah, I uh, I do. That's a to find out what that was called. Hop in our Discord. Yeah. <laughs> um, as far as D and D news goes, uh, nothing really this week. You know, I was able to find um, uh, well, the fact that you know the Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves is you know now video on demand. You can pick it up. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, on you know direct tv on amazon you know, all the yeah. places um, yeah. i love the fact that it's it's starting it's catching a new audience again because unfortunately like it hit you know hit theaters it had a pretty good opening weekend you know number mm-hmm. one at the box office and then the juggernaut that was the super mario movie came out yeah and this poor D movie which was fantastic which is so much fun kind of got pushed to the wayside yeah. And I I love the fact that it's getting rediscovered, you know, and in fact, I had a coworker who like, um, like we're under the same umbrella, but we're on different teams. So we're in the same like chat mm-hmm. and she in the chat. So she, we kind of don't speak, you know, one-on-one, but in the chat, she's like, Hey, has anyone seen the D and D movie? And I'm like, uh, I think someone like added me. Someone's like, uh, at Sergio. It's this and nerd. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, mm, yes. And she's like, oh, well, yeah, it's it's on VOD. I was wondering about picking it up. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's awesome. You should definitely. And then yep, today I asked I, her, like, hey, uh... did you watch it? She's like, oh, yeah, it was great. I'm like, yeah. Woo-hoo. We uh, got uh, got a television replaced, so we'll be able to you, watch it the way it's supposed to be. You a whole new TV for it. No, that was, well, no, it was. Just it was... go with it. Just yeah, with it. that's why. Just go with it. You bought it. Has a... nothing to do with the Legend of Zelda coming out as well because you know that happens. I don't but know. But that's what that not is. this show. That's know, a but... different show on the Robots Radio Network. Exactly. If you are interested in listening to and talking about Zelda, check out the Legend of Zelda Lorecast. Also that's true on the Robots Radio Network, <laughs> uh, hosted by friend of the My show, Almighty Crit. Yeah, Almighty Crit. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you can check it out uh, on I'm VOD. Excited. Uh, also, you know, of course, the, the newest Unearthed Arcana is out. It's a mm-hmm. chonker at 50 pages. Uh, so definitely check that out. Um, That's thick with five C's. It's yeah, it's there's a lot of C's there. And then, of course, let's, let's chat some homebrew. Mary, you, you got something for us? I did. I found I, you know, wanted to keep in theme as as, as we are want to do. Yeah, we are want to do, and I found the Riddle of the Raven Queen on the DMs Guild. Uh, it's five ninety five, so it's not too bad. This is a um, it's embark on a rescue mission into the heart of the Shadowfell in this adventure with you know for the world's greatest role playing game. Um, it's an eight to twelve hour adventure for fifth to tenth level characters. Um, takes the characters from. You know, from an elf village dripping leaves in the Cormanther forest to a drow outpost outside of Shadowfell. Um, along the way, you get to uh, run into some new creatures and story elements that were in Mordekainen's Tome of Foes. Um, nice. So, 
it has like it's absolutely beautiful it's got solid reviews on it saying it uh might pick it up to uh throw in there for a you know couple nights or whatever if you need a couple sessions to give your dm a little chance to catch up to your shenanigans since they have to rewrite their entire plot line oh no yeah yeah. and this is um this is actually a dm's guild adept Mm -hmm. uh product Mm -hmm. which is essentially kind of like this was like essentially approved you know not necessarily like official wizards of the coast content but right definitely like approved by wizards of the coast like, they're like yeah is, we're cool with this let's go like it's got its seal of approval mm-hmm. um it's uh and you know that's from folks like claire hoffman greg marks mm-hmm. travis woodall and uh james intracasso who um is actually working uh is developing the uh, MCDM, MC, uh, MCDM, the um, Mark Colville uh, game, new game that they um, oh. that they've announced. Yeah, MCDM, okay. uh, probably uh, in terms of like third party content, is you know um, very very much well, well well respected and well regarded. Yeah, and uh, they announced you know during the whole OGL fiasco, they're like, like you know we kind of this was always sort of. Uh, something that was going to happen and this mm-hmm. sort of has it's been exacerbated by what's been going on but hey we're going to yeah. make our own game and james intracoso who is uh you know one of the creators behind riddle of the raven queen is on that team and so like that alone and the fact that it's a dm's guild adept product th- right. those two things is like for 595 this is going to be one hell of an adventure yeah, that's a pretty solid what three weeks because you know it's it says there's it says eight to twelve hours, but I don't know if you guys parties are like mine. You can just double that. Yeah, I mean, there's always like the hour, or, or they'll two. speed run it in an hour. Yeah, there's well for mine. There's always like the hour that you know we're like oh we're going to start playing at eight, and then there's that hour, and then we actually where we all kind of like you know catch up and make jokes and. Complain mm-hmm. about our jobs and stuff, right? Uh, right and then right. we don't really get started until nine. Yeah, of course. It's that pre-show, uh, and then the fact you know, then you know the the players aren't listening uh, for a majority of a session, and so they have no idea what to do next. While well, the DM is like, "I gave you all this information in the beginning of this session. You ask you buttheads just weren't listening. <laughs> so got to yeah. take into account." that time that time that loss of time right there you think they i wonder if they've worked it into the amount of time there if they've estimated for bs right exactly yeah (laughs) but yeah check it out a link to that in the show notes um and yeah that being said let's let's jump back into the raven queen oh yes and uh let's hear some more lore Mm -hmm. more lore more lore more lore Welcome back. We are talking the Raven Queen. We are. Uh, do we have any nicknames for? Her? There is there any other like you know, monikers that she, that the Raven Queen is known by? Uh to my knowledge, not for Faerun. Ah. She has some other nicknames for Exandria. Interesting. Not here, it seems that was the only name she is known by. 
You might get a little uh a little a little knowledge as to why here in a moment. Ah, well <clears throat> let's let's hear it. What do you got for well, us? We talked before, you know, about her motivations um n- not really being completely known and her origins are also not necessarily known, but it's believed that she was once a beloved elf queen from the Fey Wild. Um, she happened to be witnessing the conflict between Lolf and Corallon, and she feared that this would tear the entire elven pantheon apart. So she called on her loyal followers and supporters to perform this powerful ritual so she could ascend to godhood and try to appeal to their senses, try to get them to listen to her. This ritual involved the queen's followers adding their magic to her power, as well as their souls enabling her to reach Arvandor, which is the home of most of the Seldarin or Elven Pantheon. Um, her follow her followers believed in her like totally, completely, blindly, like, yep, but she's no, got this. No question, 100 percent mm-hmm. Not oh, I don't know. That's uh that's sort of like blind devotion. Probably not the best. Well like this inability yeah. to question is yeah. always seems like a, like it, a it's problematic for, for most folks. <laughs> yeah, so they they completely all this. They also believe that she is going to be the one to reunify the Elven Pantheon as well as the various um, subspecies of elves themselves. So these followers called themselves the Shadar Kai. So among her devoted, though, there were some evil wizards, as they're always are um they saw this ritual and oh, ascension wait are you, are you saying that there are always evil wizards or are you saying yeah. that they're always like no matter who like who's being followed mm-hmm. within the followers there will always be evil wizards because i would like to think if i had followers i i would like to think there wouldn't be any evil wizards are you trying to tell me that out of all the followers that at least one of them isn't a little bit evil. I didn't say a little bit evil. I said evil. Okay. Okay. I still think the odds are in favor of at least one. There's never know. a 0% chance for evil wizards. That's a t-shirt. Keep going. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. You, just, you, <laughs> you There you, it is. I you, convinced yeah, him. You I convinced, convinced me. Let's, him. let's go. So... <laughs> So these these guys they saw it as a uh, opportunity, you know, to, to skim a little bit of power off the top, you know, diverting it, diverting some of the energy from the ritual into their own powers. If they were successful, this would give them, you know, capabilities greater than even than like the wizards of legend, like the big guys, the reason you're hero, the reason you became a wizard, you'd be even more powerful than them. Regardless of, uh, you know, wizarding levels, you probably shouldn't be taking power from folks that are in the midst of ascending to godhood, you know, getting divine powers. And that, yeah, that seems like, again, that seems like a recipe for disaster. It's not a good idea. It's it's really not. Um, She was enraged by this betrayal and moments before. They completed the ritual, and she reached out Arvindor. Um, she unleashed a burst of divine fury, cursing the betrayers and corrupting the ritual, which oh. then turned the ritual into a 
siphon instead. And again, the description from Mordecai's Tome of Foes is too good to not just verbatim for you guys. Let's so, hear it. By the time the queen realized her error, she could feel the now twisted magical energy grabbing hold of her, and she was powerless to stop it. In a panic, she reached out to the souls of the Shadarkai for more power, hoping to save herself, but the gravity of the spell had become irresistible. It pulled the queen and all who were in her sway into the Shadowfell, where she was instantly killed. From her ruined mind and body, the Raven Queen was born. Their former queen arose from the center of the maze of ash and smoke that penetrated the flesh and minds of the wizards, turning their bones black and lacerating their souls. The cries of agony mixed with her own, and when the scream faded, the wizards had been mutated and warped into creatures known as Snogpaws. Now, they wander the plains as wretched monsters marked forever by the Raven Queen's curse and banished from her presence. I, well, that'll that'll learn them. <laughs> that you, will. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. You shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have been doing it. You evil wizards. See, so for those who don't know, because I had to look these guys up too. Um, Nogpaws are these hunched, disgusting, avian creature things that kind of have like vulture-like features. Um, mm -hmm. Have you ever mm -hmm. seen the Dark Crystal? Yep, yep. They look like the Skeksis. Mm. <laughs> she made some of those. Okay, <laughs> all right. She did, however, leave them capable of acquiring new magic and lore from great calamities and fallen civilizations. And all 13 of the original Nagpaws are said to still be alive. They're also still terrified of her and all of her agents. And if they are confronted with any of these, they become like sniveling, groveling, begging for their lives. I'll do anything you ask me to. Oh, sort man. Of what a fate. Right? You tried to... But they have to wait till a civilization's dead to go learn their magics. And then pick up scraps and pieces of it, of what's left. She turned them into vultures. It's beautiful. They should turn them into uh, like knowledge and lore vultures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Only from places that have fallen. So, unfortunately, she was changed by this ritual as well. That, you know, her lovely elven form dissipated um, and left a deity behind with no physical form. She does not have one. Olivia Newton-John says, let's get physical. Raven Queen's like, no thanks, nah, I'm good. I'm good, homie. Um, she would appear as just kind of random things, as we discussed earlier in the episode, just kind of conjuring into these things and not having her own solid shape. Um, the deities that she had wanted to unify did actually agree with, e with each other, though. Like, they oh, so they had she, an agreement. She So she accomplished her task. Sure, they... um. Lulth and Corlon uh, considered her actions treasonous and erased her from all elven memory as though she had never existed. 
Oh, and probably not the unification, probably not the agreement. That, no, that's not what she that was raving. hoping. Yeah. Yeah. No, she was she was hoping all the elves would be united. But no, they just she had these two agree on something. Her dream of, you know, uniting them and the elves kind of died with her body. But um Hey. So <laughs> to keep herself from existing into nothing, uh, she draws memories of her own existence from the shadow fell itself and sustains her identity that way over she's time like a, a cobblestone like a cobble like piece you know, of what of she used to be and memories held from together other by other people's memory yeah yeah absolutely and over time you know those memories of you know what she was and who she was darkened and what remained of her are now the raven queen interesting the mm. raven queen the ra- that's you know this is uh this is lore that I absolutely love because there's I mean there's there's you know you got stuff enough there. there there yeah there's stuff definitely there that you could use but mm-hmm. there's enough wiggle room to make it your own just you can season it however you want to season it like I'm hungry I'm gonna go into food analogies again <laughs> always <laughs> always like you know if you want to marinate it marinate it you want to smoke it smoke it like. However you want this, however, this, you, this, however, however you want to roast this bird, <laughs> go for it. Uh, well, that being said, uh, <laughs> if you want to learn more about the Raven Queen, like uh, we said at the top of the show, mm-hmm. we'll have a Patreon Plus installment uh, dedicated to the topic. Well, uh, the bonus episode this month will cover the lore of the Raven Queen in uh, specifically in regards to the critical role right. uh, world of Exandria. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you can access that content by going to patreon.com slash D&D Lorecast. Uh, you can get uh, early episodes, ad-free episodes, um, stickers, merchandise, stuff, all, all sorts of cool stuff. Check it out if you um, if you want to take that little extra step in supporting the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to support the show in other ways, like we said, uh, you know, all the social medias. And uh, and we're here each and every week. We've got we're going to have a weekly episode uh, of lore. You know, we're not going to stop doing that. Yeah, no, Mm-mm. nope. Because we are thoroughly obsessed. It's true. I keep Can't... having to figure out new shelving situations, and I finally understand your life. Oh, I, uh, I, um, you, I don't know if we've discussed this on the show, but yeah, my shelving situation is is getting pretty <laughs> dire. We've talked about it a couple times that you uh, have some shelving situations. I'll have to I'll have to post pictures on mm-hmm. the brand new official D and D Lorecast Discord. Um, I just I need to go ahead and bite the bullet and and buy a Billy shelf, a, a second mm-hmm. Billy shelf for my yep. Kia. Yep, you're gonna have to because I I got so I got so much, and it's not just D and D; it's it's other TTRPG stuff, mm-hmm. which you can discuss that stuff on the Discord as well. There's channels for that too. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Uh, well, yeah, thank you so much for listening to the show. Thank you so much for letting us be a part of your life. You know, for mm-hmm. this short amount of time, it, you know, it's 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 very humbling, and we're eternally grateful. That's very true. Very, very much. My name is Sergio, and I am Mary. Fare thee well, dear listener, and until we meet again, may all your twenties be natural. Thank you for listening to the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast. If you've enjoyed the show. Consider following us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok 
at DD Lorecast or jumping into the Robots Radio Discord to chat more with us about Dungeons and Dragons. We'll see you soon. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people.